There's a place in the world for connection There's a voice in the dark that will guide you through And a space just for you to get better Oh, 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 Shanna says it's time I'm coming to you all live from under my recording tower. The name of my recording tower is Lucy. Lucy's warm, Lucy's friendly. Lucy has been a tower of strength for me for the longest time. <laughs> Guys, I'm not joking. I'm literally under my blanket right now recording this episode. When I recorded the first episode, I sent it out to so many persons. One of those persons being ZJ Sparks. Uh, she has become somewhat like a good friend of mine because we've worked on projects in the past. And you know, she's a technical person and she's an expert at this. So she listened to the episode and I remember her saying, is wish part you record this it's on hollow so she gave me some tips about just softening the sound and improving the quality of the end product of the podcast so i've been on my end just trying to figure out how to ensure that the sound is improved so i'm literally under my blanket which covers my work desk and it's cushioned by different things that just kind of points it up in the air. Listen, it's a sight for sore eyes. I, <laughs> hopefully in the future, you will see a picture of what this looks like. But you know what? I just listened to an interview with Adele. And she records under conditions like this sometimes. So you know what? This is top tier. <laughs> but... Fun and jokes aside, I've missed you guys so much. It's been two weeks since we dropped the last episode and I've, I feel like it's been too long. So many persons have messaged me via WhatsApp or on my in my DMs on Instagram saying, Shana, when is the next episode coming out? Yeah, take too long, man. I'm going to go easy with my man. I'm not to deal with me so strong. See the episode here but um like i said in the last podcast you know my theme song was literally a labor of love that beautiful voice that you heard it's daniel my best friend i talk about her all the time and azuri campbell such a wonderful songwriter i remember just reaching out to her and saying zuri i need a theme song i need something that resonates with what i'm trying to do that sets the tone i told her i wanted to connect i told her i want persons to feel like they're entering this place that is safe that is comfortable where vulnerability and authenticity lives and she was like you know what say less she came back with this beautiful masterpiece and i was like listen i love it daydrian from creative sounds you know he did such a fantastic job on the beat. It feels right. It all feels so right. And we are live and we are back. And it is time for another episode of Shanna Says. 
So now it's story time and you won't believe this. I mean it, you really won't believe it because I couldn't believe it either. Now, as I said before, this segment is just where I share a story of an actual encounter, something that really happened to me where I felt it was borderline unbelievable. You know, like, did this really happen or did I dream it? This this is something from a sitcom. All right, ready guys. So I've been job hunting. You know, we have to go for the food, we have to do what we can do. I've been on several interviews over the years, some successful, some not so successful, not the interview, but the outcome of the interview. So I went on an interview, uh, a local company. Uh, It was a social media executive position. It's not what I had applied for, but they saw my resume and said, "Whoo, okay, all right, let's interview this girl. I remember her saying, as a disclaimer, before the interview started, that she she can repeat the question, but she can't explain it, explain the questions, and that they were up to my interpretation. For me, this was just a little bit too weird, right off the bat, because I'm saying, but what if I don't understand? She's like, well, it's a part of the interview to see how you interpret it. So I've never done an interview quite like this before. It was so many questions though, guys. I'm not joking. The interview went on for maybe one hour, 15 minutes, and there was essentially no pause. We were going at it question from question to question to question. And of the myriad of questions, this is the one that stood out. I kid you not. She said, Miss Finlater, would you describe yourself as a smiler? Yo! Yo, guys, I'm not joking. I'm not joking when I say this. I'm not joking. Listen, I literally said to the lady, I'm sorry, I thought you said smiler. She said, no, I did. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And she said, like I said, it's left up to your interpretation. So it's whatever you think I mean. And I said, well, if you do mean if I'm a person who smiles, then I said, like anybody else, yes. Um, I smile for multiple reasons. I smile when I'm nervous. I smile when I'm happy. I'm smi- I smile when, you know, I'm feeling very positive emotions inside of me. And do I do it regularly? I'd say yes, because I'm always looking for something delightful to really tap into. But um, <laughs> I think in the interview, I probably chuckled a little bit. Um, that was a fun interview, but so weird. So my question to you all today is, listeners, are you a smiler? It's time for my favorite segment. Okay, weirdo. So this is a segment where I share something about me that's a little bit weird. Last week I shared, last episode rather. See, I really need to be doing this weekly and I really should not be slacking off. But last episode I shared some of the weird food pairings that I have, which is just uh, uh, the one that I shared was me mixing ketchup with ake or ketchup with scrambled eggs 
Uh, I also mix salad dressing with fries. Don't judge me. This is my truth. <laughs> but this week, it has nothing to do with food. No, I like bees there. I said it. I like bees. Bzzz, I like bees. And I know they're dangerous. And I know they can sting you and so on and so forth and what have you. But no, I kid you not. A few years ago, I don't know. Something was just, I was at a place where... It felt like something that I wanted to work out didn't work out. And I saw a bee, you know. I'm really spiritual. I'm not religious in any way, but I am very spiritual. And I remember seeing the bee. And, you know, my brain loves to tell itself stories. So I'm just like, a bee, okay. I guess everything is going to be okay. I think I was just super anxious in the moment, worried about something, you know. And every time I'm in that thought loop of being anxious or worried about something like after that 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 experience a bee would always show up like whenever i'm feeling anxious i'm feeling worried i'm i'm battling any type of emotion that feels heavy a bee will show up and for me that's like universe or spirit saying it's gonna be okay i know i, I think maybe that's a little bit weird but it's just something that you know, I find comfort in. So just this week, I went jogging by the park. Um, you know, I love exercising, guys. And I don't know, there's this, so I always go to the same places in the park. And for some reason, after my run, I wanted to stretch. And I went to a park where a particular bench was. And I don't usually go there, but I go there. Listen, mind you, I haven't run in a while. I've just been walking because I gained a little weight and it's a little bit much on my feet. Y'all, I'm five feet and I have, I'm, I have the tiniest feet. I'm not joking. So it's a lot to carry me around. <laughs> so I'm stretching and I decide now. So I finally, you know, did a nice run this week and I'm stretching and I go over to one area of the park and, you know, the, the run was so good. It was so liberating. I was just sweating. I felt light and I looked up and I saw a swarm of bees when did this happen? I keep saying this week, but I want to give you guys a specific day. It was on, it was on Saturday. Yeah. Was it Saturday? Yes. It was Saturday morning. It was yesterday. Guys, guys, a swarm of bees above me. No, I should have been scared. I know because they could have, they could have sting me, but I wasn't scared. I was like, well, not just one bee or two, but a hive. Well, my dear. You're going to be okay. So this is awesome. You just saying, you know, similar to bees, adding that wonderful reminder in my life, my voice is going to be that for you. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what difficult task or projects you're undertaking. I don't know what goal, major goal you're, you're struggling with. Um, I don't know which tough emotions, you know, tend to be trapped in your body, whether it's insecurity or fear. I don't know. But this is this segment, this okay weirdo segment is to remind you that you're a weirdo just like me. And if everything is going to be okay for me, everything's going to be okay for you. I'm going to be that bee in your ear for this episode. Everything is going to be
OK. Now, let's get into the meat of the matter. Last month, I celebrated my 27th birthday, and it was a really special one for me. So much so that I wrote and published a blog post, 27 Lessons in 27 Years. It really resonated with my peers, and I thought, why not feature that blog post for this episode? So I'll be taking you on that trip from 1 to 27 as I recite those 27 lessons. So grab your popcorn, get comfortable. Let's get into it. Number one, patience is your best friend. Number two, not taking things personally is your favorite cousin. Number three, cultivating your confidence is the kind of love affair dreams are made of. Be in your corner and your favor. Number four, develop a strong spine of self-compassion for yourself and definitely leave a dose for others. Number five, gossip is next level procrastination. Once you're done speaking about someone else, your life remains on your to-do list, waiting on you to get going. Number six, if you must assume and you never have to, presume the best. Imagine the best reason, the best scenario, the best outcome. And if perchance your assumption is way off, then so it is. But don't expect the worst simply because you're not courageous enough to hope for the best. Number seven, forgive yourself and others quickly and intensely. I highly recommend earning a black belt in this one. Number eight, the only thing constant in life is change. This is neither good nor bad, only what you perceive it to be, as is the natural order of things when situations are no longer in your favor with people, places, things, or even your pet. I call this the known moment, N-O-U-N, the known moment. Don't convince yourself that you have a black belt in control. Number nine, a healthy dose of self-doubt is usually recommended for improvement, but nurturing self-loathing and insecurity, that never is. Number 10, one of the most impactful ways to alleviate your fears is through exposure. This is why you have to go in the direction of your fears. Number 11, Read books and listen to podcasts. Heck, listen to my podcast when it does air. Oh, I wrote this on my birthday and we're actually here. So thank you for listening. Number 12. If you're in your 20s, read these eight books. The Power of No, The Four Agreements, When Things Fall Apart, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, Daring Greatly, Atomic Habits, Mindful Self-Discipline, and Grit. Number 13. If you're a young creative, read this one book. Keep going. Number 14. At some point, you'll feel like your world is falling apart. It's very likely it's not. Then at another point, your life and image that you have so carefully cultivated will fall apart. This is when exercise, meditation, mindfulness, even yoga will become a staple in your life and you'll be glad for it. 
Number 15. You don't need to prove that you are enough or worthy because you are. So don't try to prove that, not even to yourself. Number 16. Do no harm, take no shit. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Number 17. Doing your best doesn't mean overdoing it or working yourself to the ground. Don't pause and reset when you are tired and drained. Pause before that. When you think you could do a little bit more, say a little bit more, be a little bit better. Stop right there. Number 18. As life humbles you, let it. As you feel that humility growing inside of you, don't allow your ego to become a parasite that stunts your growth. Number 19. Adult friendships? <laughs> they take work. But life is better with a friend or two. Care for someone other than yourself. Because isolation is so, so very dangerous. Number 20. We live in a random and uncaring universe. So it's not strange to be depressed, anxious, perpetually on edge, worried, or angry. And the list goes on. But you do need to know that there is no... That, that there's more to life than this. You have to prioritize getting off the hamster wheel of emotional and mental stressors. Getting off the wheel and cultivating calm and ease and joy. It may look like quitting your job. It may look like radical self-love it may look like going to therapy for the first time breaking down in tears night after night finally seeking medical help saying yes more saying no more saying yes less but it does mean waking up to your life and choosing you number 21 of course your finances are important you need to make money to survive literally be just as enthusiastic about making your money, saving your money, and investing your money as you are about spending it. And beloved, debt is not your friend, but it is a mirror that reveals your relationship with money. Number 22, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. I double dare you to disagree with me. Number 23, Every human is your teacher. Imagine that every person that you meet is better skilled or knowledgeable than you are at something, anything. Then be open to learning from them. Number 24. The blame game gets old after a while. Sure, X, Y, or Z may not be your fault, but it's your life and that means the responsibility is yours. Number 25. It's okay to let things go. No, seriously, that thing that you're holding on to right now, let it go. Number 26, every day, give yourself at least one thing to look forward to, no matter how small. A friend of mine actually um, taught me this lesson. Laurel, I hope you're listening and I love you. I was going through a very tough time. And I remember her saying, hey, but what do you have to look forward to tomorrow or this weekend? And it was so small and I, I shared what it was I was looking forward to. And she's like, well, then focus on that. 
and I applied that very simple principle to every 24 hours. No matter how small, no matter how small, I give myself at least one thing to look forward to. I know I'm passing on that lesson to you every day, every day. Give yourself at least one thing to look forward to, no matter how small. And finally, if you forget every lesson that I've recited for this episode, do not forget lesson 27. It's my favorite one. So like I said in the last episode, I'm going to end every episode by giving you a Shana says. And lesson 27 is actually my Shana says. Imagine you have died. Just imagine. Now live your life as though you've gotten a do-over. It's one of my favorite stoic quotes. And I've found it to be particularly helpful when fear takes a firm grip on my being. Now tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? That's one of my favorite quotes by Mary Oliver. What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? By imagining that you've died and you've gotten a do-over, you want to do it right. You want to do it in a way that feels right. So, thank you for listening. And if you've made it to the end, I love you.